The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. The UFC is back, international soccer is back, NASCAR is back, golf is back, and the NBA is about to be back. And the casino is open 24-7. Use the promo code SGP for up to a $1,000 deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. Also brought to you by our SGP Network College Football Tournament. We're simulating a real college football playoff that you can bet on every Saturday and Sunday night in June. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFT for all the details that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFT. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is a leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by Cushy Dreams. Cushy is a new company with a full lineup of premium smokable CBD. Now shipping legally to all 50 states. And if you use the promo code SGP, you can get 15% off. That's Cushy Dreams, K-U-S-H-Y dreams.com promo code SGP. I still a lot of things to prove to myself and I still want to keep making history. My next goal is going to be defending my 145 belt. Nobody never did it before. Get the two belts and defend both. I'm going to be the one. At UFC 250 in the main event, Amanda Nunes defends her title against the dangerous Felicia Spencer. If Felicia Spencer can take this belt off Amanda Nunes, she is a star. The world will take notice. You are looking perhaps the greatest women's mixed martial arts fighter many of us have ever seen. This woman is beaten the best, the very, very best. She puts knuckles to people's faces and you see the look in their eye like they've never been hit like that before. I'm the best female fighter ever. I've been proving, and I will keep it doing over and over. I really uh, respect her her journey to be the first double champ to defend both belts. You know, my job is to not let that happen. You know, I'm here to shock the world. Felicia Spencer coming into this fight is brimming with confidence. This woman is a big, strong, hungry featherweight. And when she gets her hands on you, you're in a world of trouble. Took Megan Anderson down, choked her in the first round. There's the tap, there's the tap. Took down Zara Fine for Santos and beat her into oblivion. Oh, the heavy shots. Come on, ref. That's it. Another first round finish. And she went the distance with Chris Cyborg, one of the most fearsome strikers that we've ever seen. Oh, oh Cyborg is cut. Spencer has absorbed bombs from her, and she's still there. She's making Cyborg work. She is certainly proving herself worthy of this fight and ready for prime time. I feel like I match up really well with Amanda. And I think her, her relentlessness will be met with mine, and I will come out on top. I can beat her. Oh! Easily. I'm a lioness. Nobody is going to take this belt for me. It's still the best female fighter ever, 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 ever. Hey guys, you are listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network, or you can check out the website sportsgamblingpodcast.com. 
My website is lockbetting.com where you can get official plays for this UFC 250 card. You can also get plays for WWE NXT this weekend and WWE Backlash next weekend and all of your soccer plays as all of the soccer leagues are coming back. The Bundesliga show is available to listen to at the moment and there will be a La Liga preview for the return of the season and a La Liga week one preview. That'll all be one show and the Bundesliga show will continue um, all the way to the end of the season actually and the EPL show will be back shortly so tons of sports tons of content coming up here on the SGP best place to get all of my stuff is to head over to lockbetting.com so UFC 250 it's a big landmark show but I'll be honest with you I think the card is a little bit underwhelming for 250 I certainly think that the UFC did sort of blow their load at 249 with that super card that they put out but I think this is an acceptable pay-per-view card it's just that when you look at landmark numbers like 100 or 150 or 200 or 250 you're expecting some huge names and Amanda Nunes does headline this card and she is a huge name because she is the biggest female fighter of all time but She's not the draw that Ronda Rousey was when she was at the peak of the women's division. And you are looking for a big marquee name here, really. A Conor McGregor, a John Jones, um, even bringing back a Brock Lesnar or something. But we'll make do with what we have. Um, it's just the problem I really have is that the, um, the undercard doesn't really solidify this too much either the undercard doesn't compare to the undercard of 249 and um, it does kind of weaken this pay-per-view it'd be interesting to see what kind of buy it does because so far during this um, covid period we have seen pay-per-views do very very well i mean we only have the the wrestling metrics and the last ufc card to go by but they've all been doing very very well so I expect this one to do better than it usually would with the people fighting on the card. But let's crack on with what we have here. Amanda Nunes versus Felicia Spencer headlines the card. It is for the UFC Women's Featherweight Championship. And Amanda Nunes is the champ champ and becomes the first person in history to defend both the titles. If she successfully defends here, she'll be the first champ champ to defend both. And she's a heavy favorite to do so because she's been unbeaten since 2014. And that's why she comes in as a heavy favorite with a 19-4 record. 12 and 1 in the UFC and riding a 10 fight win streak the 1 to 6 favorite here to win again her opponent Felicia Spencer is a 9 to 2 dog Amanda Nunes to finish this fight inside the distance is 4 to 7 Felicia Spencer to do the same is 11 to 2 Amanda Nunes to get the decision is 3 to 1 Felicia Spencer is 16 to 1 and the draw is available at 80 to 1 so if you're analysing this fight, it's a stylistic fight. It's um, striker versus grappler. The the only way that Felicia Spencer can win this fight is to take it down to the mat and force a submission. She's not going to get a knockout and she's not going to be able to win this fight on points. If it goes to points, it'll be because Amanda Nunes has controlled the fight at a distance. Yes, there may be one or two takedowns there, but there's no way Felicia Spencer can hang on the feet and Nunes will grind out a points victory. But I don't think that's going to be the case. The prices don't suggest that. We've seen the knockout power of Amanda Nunes. 
13 of her 19 wins have either come by KO or TKO. Her striking is excellent. She averages 4.62 significant strikes per minute with an accuracy of 51%. And she also defends takedowns very well, coming in at 80%. And that's going to be Felicia Spencer's key to victory. And with Amanda Nunes defending 80%, I don't think she's going to have much success there either. Uh, the challenge is 8-1 and one in her MMA career, but only three of those fights have come in the UFC, and there's two wins and her loss, which came to, to Chris Cyborg. And the Cyborg fight is key here, because whereas Amanda Nunes took her out, Felicia Spencer ended up losing to Cyborg, and she was basically a punching bag in that fight. But because she survived the distance which was only three rounds in that fight. She's getting a lot of respect here in the market because Amanda Nunes is a one to six favorite. And with her knockout power being just eight to 13 to finish it inside the distance is actually showing a lot of respect to Felicia Spencer. Too much respect, in fact, in my opinion. And the reason I'm saying that is because she's coming up here against the woman who actually beat Chris Cyborg. In addition to that, Amanda Nunes has an additional two rounds to do it. That's an extra 10 minutes to knock her out. Plus, what kind of force was Chris Cyborg after that loss to Amanda Nunes? Because the Amanda Nunes fight came first, and after that crushing defeat she then had to go and fight Felicia Spencer and grind out a points win I don't think that that was the same Chris Cyborg that we previously saw destroy people it takes something away from you being dismantled we saw Ronda Rousey was never the same after that Holly Holm fight and uh, when she went in there to into the Amanda Nunes fight she looked completely out of her depth and was knocked out relatively quickly and never again returned to the octagon so defeat will do something to you and that's something that Amanda Nunes hasn't experienced for some time. I don't think that this is a particularly strong main event. I don't think that there's much danger of an upset. I think you're really, really looking at the uh, method of victory market, whether it be Amanda Nunes grinding this out on the feet with a comfortable points decision or whether she does get a knockout. I think she gets the knockout here and I think there's good value there at 8-13. to 13. Way too much respect here being given to uh, Felicia Spencer for hanging with Chris Cyborg and not enough respect being given to Amanda Nunes, someone who's finished 16 of her 19 opponents inside the distance. 8-13, to 13, Amanda Nunes inside the distance will be the lock on this podcast. It will be the lock on this edition of the fight show. Moving on to the co-main event of the show, Rafael Asensio will take on Cody Garbrandt, where Garbrandt is the 4-6 to six favorite. Asensio is available at 5-4. to four. Asensio is 7-2. To finish this inside the distance, Garbrandt is 2-1. It's 11-4 to, to Asensio to win in a decision or a technical decision, and Garbrandt is available at 9-4. This one is a tough one to call. Um, Garbrandt is desperately looking for a win here, having lost three fights in a row. He enters with an MMA record of 11-3. So at one point, he had an 11-0 record, and he's now the number nine contender in the division after three defeats. All three of his losses have come via knockout. And all were also within the first or second round. And uh, Garbrandt actually comes into this himself with nine total knockout wins, with the other two coming by decision. 
uh, he he badly needs to to fix up here because I think he's done if he takes another defeat. But the question is, is his chin done? His opponent, Rafael Asensio, will also be looking to rebound here. He's on a two-fight losing streak out of his own. So both guys in complete desperation mode. Uh, he's got 27-7 and seven MMA record, and he's the number five contender in the division. Uh, he has a submission-based fighting style with uh, 10 of his wins coming via submission. So again, we've got a mishmash of styles here, very much like the main event. But um, he has displayed some power, winning four times via KO, TKO. I think the biggest issue here for Asensio in this fight is whether he can take Garbrandt down to the mat because he has a perfect takedown defense of 100%, while uh, Asensio's takedown accuracy is only 36%. So... Garbrandt is the justifiable favorite, but his layoff for over a year could be his downfall. And as I said, defeat does something to you. And he's had three of them in a row. I think it's going to be a close fight, but I think Asensio just has more ways to win. And if he can get Garbrandt down to the mat, then he would be the favorite to win this on the cards in what's likely to be a tight contest. So despite the fact that a lot of Garbrandt fights don't go the distance. There is value in this one going the distance. It's 10 to 11, it does. And 10 to 11, it doesn't. And I would lean that it does. And uh, if I'm forced to pick a winner in this one, I would go for Asensio winning this fight and um, essentially ending Cody Garbrandt's career here because I don't think that anyone's going to come back from four losses in a row despite starting his career with an 11-0 record. It really has been a, a downward spiral for, for Cody. But um, I, I won't be playing anybody in this fight in terms of who wins it. Uh, even the decision bet is a little bit risky because if Garbrandt go, goes running in with his chin up, then he could end up being knocked out by a guy that, that doesn't necessarily convey too much power. And Garbrandt, if the old Garbrandt turns up, he does have the skill set to win this fight. He's a better boxer. He has a lot of power. He's uh, probably the better wrestler as well. The one thing that he significantly lacks as evident by his last three losses, is a fighter IQ. And that is key. Essential certainly has the edge in terms of the fight IQ. But Garbrandt, if he's able to keep this, if he's able to keep this on his feet, he doesn't charge in. He should be able to grind out a win. It may not be via knockout, but he should be focused on getting back in the win column, having better volume, and maybe having a shot at a knockout loss but if it comes it comes if it doesn't get the win this is a co-main event you're still being offered a lifeline you're still being offered a, a, a decent spot on the card you can go right up the rankings here you can pretty much trade places with your opponent by getting this win and that's what you should be doing whether he has a fight IQ to do it or not I'm not too sure I wouldn't want any money on, on either guy here so it's a um it's a play on the decision, a small play, maybe half unit, but pretty much a leave here for me on this one. Before we move on, let me take a second out to let you know that everything I'm giving out here, you will be able to bet on at mybookie.ag. As you guys probably know, the guys from the SGP, Ryan, Sean, Colby, they're hosting Madden Sims every Thursday and Friday, plus their college football tournament games on Saturday and Sunday night. And you can only bet those at mybookie.ag. So go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFT. And of course, 
if your earnings from this UFC card or your simulated sports are not coming in quick enough, then you can try your hand in the MyBookie Casino with instant access to hundreds of classic slots and table games. New blackjack tournaments started every week offering opportunities to enter for free and score a portion of huge jackpots. Also, NASCAR and international soccer are back. You can listen to the Bundesliga show right here on the feed. And the NBA is coming back as well. As I said, all sports are coming back. Stay safe, stay sane from the comfort of your home. Sign up for MyBookie.ag and use the promo code SG and they'll match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. Therefore, if you put 1000 bucks in, they'll spot you $500. So you're basically getting free money to play with just for supporting the show. With my bookie, you bet, you win. And most importantly, you get paid. Let me also take a second out here to talk about Ace Per Head. That's the place you need to go if you've ever thought about starting your own sports book. Ace is here to help you start it. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second with wages graded immediately. Top-notch customer support going 24-7 even through the pandemic and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers a live betting experience and an amazing mobile experience and you can get started to day ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash sgp that's aceperhead.com slash sgp last company i want to talk about here is cushy dreams cbd cushy dreams is a new company with a full lineup of premium smokable cbd they specialize in extraordinary cbd rich hemp flower and pre-rolled cbd joints and they are now legally shipping to all 50 states 50 states join the group of adults who are sick of vapes and gummies and want to smoke their cbd you can get 15 percent off as well by using the promo code sgp so that's cushy dreams k-u-s-h-y dreams.com and the promo code sgp Moving on to the next fight on the card, and we have a complete toss-up here with Aljamain Sterling versus Corey Sandhagen here, with both fighters here at 10 to 11, 10 to 11. As I look through the odds checker site, I can see that Aljamain Sterling is the narrow favorite if I had to pick a favorite here, but where I'm looking at it at my bookie, it's 10 to 11 and 10 to 11. Both fighters are available at 15 to 4 to finish this inside the distance. Sterling is 2 to 1 to win it via decision, and Corey Sandhagen is 21 to 10. So it's pretty much 2 to 1 as well to win it via decision as well. It's 50 to 1 that this one winds up being a draw. And uh, the decision odds here it's 4 to 7 that it goes to a decision, and it's best price of six to four that it doesn't go to a decision. I'm betting that it will go to a decision. This is going to be a very, very tight fight. I think that uh, Sanhagen has the edge here on the feet and uh, Sterling has the edge on the ground. So we've seen that as a pattern here in the first two fights. Uh, Sterling is going to be looking to be going uh, all out for a takedown here that's going to work that's going to be his main route to victory he wants to work his kicks in and his ground game and Sanhagen will be looking to close the distance on the feet and uh, stuffing these takedown attempts from Sterling Sterling doesn't have great wrestling but Sanhagen doesn't have great takedown defense so if Sterling wins this fight it will come through his grappling but I like Sanhagen more on the feet um, he's actually quite dangerous on the ground as well himself so I'm going to lean with him as my pick as um, the big differences will be the punching 
and uh, landing more than Sterling's kicks do. And um, I think he could win this fight at a distance. I'm not looking for any kind of finish here. Uh, if, if I was leaning towards a finish, I would think that um, Sanhagen is able to land some sort of big shot that surprisingly ends his fight inside the distance. But I'm not going that way. I think this is a distance fight. If I had to pick a winner... I would go with uh, with Sanhagen, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go for a decision here, back-to-back -back decision. So I said that for the last fight, and I said it to this one. And um, it could be worth parlaying the two. 10 to 11 and 4 to 7 would be a relatively decent parlay payout for those two fights. Moving on to the fourth fight here on the main card, and we've got Neil Magny versus Anthony Rocco Martin, where Neil Magny is the 8 to 11 favorite. Martin's available at 11 to 10. Magny's finish it in a distance is 4 to 1. Rocco is 10 to 3. Magny via decision 7 to 5 and 13 to 5 on Rocco and is 66 to 1 the draw. Again, the fight to go to distance is the same price as the last fight. It's 4 to 7, yes, and the best price of 6 to 4 on no. I think this could be the third fight here that I see going to a decision. I think Magni has a big advantage here because he has a 7-inch reach advantage, so he could grind this out on the feet, and if he uses it well, he'll be able to, be able to comfortably win this fight. I think he should be looking to land a lot of jabs and front kicks to keep Martin on the outside. That would be the most common sense strategy and the most likely way this fight plays out. With it likely being... A slower pace fight, um, he could get the win that way. But Magny will be looking to, uh, Martin will be looking to chop Magny down with leg kicks. And that could significantly change the way the fight goes if that strategy is successful. I think either guy could have success with takedowns. But I mainly see it um, staying on the feet. And I just see Magny using that distance to quite comfortably grind out a points decision here. I just don't see this one going any other way. And uh, again, for me, it's a distance fight. But this time I'll stick my neck out and I will lean towards Magni here. And uh, I like the price here for him to win it on points at 7-5. to five. You can shop around and get that 6-4 to four plus 150. But for me, uh, this one's Magni by decision. Sean O'Malley versus Eddie Wineland will be the final fight that we cover here. If you want the rest of my picks, I'll be making my official picks, which will include the prelims over at lockbetting.com. I'll also be making my official picks for the main card. Obviously, I've picked every fight here on the main card, but I'm not in love with all of these picks. So if you want my official picks, you want to see what I'll actually be betting on, you want to see what will be going on my P&L, make sure you sign up at lockbetting.com and make sure you sign up at the start of the month because if you sign up in the middle of the month, you will be charged for the whole month because it always charges people on the first. And I explained this on the last podcast, Patreon doesn't care that we are a gambling service because they have loads of services on there. They have music, they have writers, they have these porn girls. And what they're charging for when you sign up is back content. And my back content is gambling content, so it'd be dated. So as much as it may be fun for you to look back at all of the winners and all of the profits we've made over the years, you want to win money now and you don't want to pay a month's fee just to get five or ten days at the end of the month and be charged for it you want to get in early you want to win as much money as possible and you want to get as much as much as you possibly can for what you're paying although what you pay 
is a fraction of what you win. If you go and look at the profits for lockbetting.com, you can see every single month we're very transparent. Every single bet is up there and we've made a profit ever since we started in 2014. Every single month now we have made a profit. We've managed to do this for 71 months in a row. 71 months in a row of profit lockbetting.com all of the PLs are there including the covid PL. we we clogged three months together because there wasn't a lot of sport together and we still managed to win three thousand four hundred and sixty pounds for the month of march april and may combined so make sure you go and check that out um, moving on to this final fight as i said amali versus wineland O'Malley's a strong favourite here. He's four to six to win it inside the distance. Wineland is six to one. It's 13 to five for O'Malley to win it via decision. Wineland is 10 to one. And for this fight to go to difference, distance, sorry, you can get that at two to one. I think O'Malley is the better fight everywhere here. And I think he can win this fight. Knockout, submission, or a decision. Uh, Wineland should be looking to turn this into a brawl. And if he can do that, he can pick up a lucky knockout. But for me, I think O'Malley will pick, will just pick this guy apart and possibly finish him towards the end of the first or maybe early on in the second round. I guess it could go three. I guess it could go over 1.5 rounds, which is some value here at eight to 11 the under is at even money and obviously the bookies are expecting the same as me for O'Malley to finish this either in the first or, or early in the second I think this is a tomato can fight where it's pretty easy to to pick the winner and the winner then goes on to bigger and better fights that's it for me and this edition of the fight show just to reiterate the lock gave it out relatively early it is in the main event and it is on Amanda Nunes to win the fight inside the different inside the distance at a pretty decent price of 8 to 13 um, make sure you check out all of my other content the Bundesliga show is available now um, next week there'll be another Bundesliga show and we'll be doing a La Liga preview and on that show we'll be previewing the rest of the La Liga season as well as looking at weeks one fixtures and then the following week the EPL show will be back with an EPL preview and a separate podcast for week one along with the Bundesliga show again that's it for me in this edition of the Fight Show UFC 250 good luck with all your bets as always and thanks for listening